creative solopreneur looking to connect with other like-minded people and you might need a community, well, do I have the guy for you. So welcome to the Power of Investing in People podcast. I am your host, Shay Sparks, Chief Excitement Officer of Sparks of Fire International, where we get you fired up about your life and business. And I am here today with my dear friend, Ozeal DeBastos. So welcome to the show, Ozeal. Chief Excitement? <laughs> that, that's amazing. I need a title <laughs> like that. I'm, I'm doing an amazing Shay. It's great to be here, my friend. Long time coming. Yes. And yes. Uh, I'm glad we're able to make this happen. Well, it's funny because I was thinking before we started recording, like, I don't even know how many years we've been connected on Facebook and in your community. And yet we finally just met last year in person. In person for the first time we met at <laughs> Podcast Movement, had a great time. And it was such, it was so fun to you know actually meet you in person. Yeah. As yeah. you said, after many years of knowing each other virtually, so... Well, and it just goes to show you just never know uh, who the, where those online connections go, because I don't even think we'd actually talked before, but we immediately knew we like recognized each other. So it was really fun to like get to meet you in person. It goes to show just the power of community and that, you know, there's there's an online world. And I know a lot of us, especially in this space, are connecting or building relationships online. And it's just such a like a like a spiritual moment when you see somebody and you've been following them and you get to know them and then you go to a live event and then you're just hugging and it's just like family. So I love that synergy and I love the connection between going online and going offline and just again just establishing those relationships super important which i know you're a big fan of i mean this is mm -hmm. this is what you do best so <laughs> well thank you and um i'm excited to have you here so let's jump in ozeal devastos is a passionate podcast branding strategist he's a podcaster and the visionary founder of creator factor a thriving hub for creator entrepreneurs with a podcasting journey sp spanning well, or sparking, a remarkable decade, Ozeal is deeply rooted in the creative world, dedicating more than 15 years to empowering the creator community via workshops, meetups, and fostering a sense of unity. He is at the helm of Pod Houston and Vid Houston, Houston's premier podcasting and video communities. And with his brand spanking new podcast, Creator Factor, Ozeal is committed to the mission of helping budding creators claim their brand identity and articulate their message to the power of community and education. And we will have links in the show notes of how you can get in touch with him. So Ozeal, you are just doing so many amazing things. And as you know, obviously we just are, you know, fans of each other. So I always like to start off with the first question of what does investing in people mean to you? Investing in people. It's being supportive. It's listening. It's actively engaging and participating in others' journey and one of the things that, as I mentioned earlier, just the power of community, the reason why I started online communities and have been invested in people for oh over 15 years of doing live events is because I, I always felt early on, Shay, that, you know, community is, is currency, it's, it's luxury, it's the thing that we're still 
that gets us over the humps, that gets us connected and feeling like we are understood and felt. And it's the thing that's really kind of saved my life because being around people, my people, like-minded people, that when I'm feeling down, I know I can reach out to people within my community that I trust, that understand what I'm going through. So community is everything to me. And I think that the more we invest in people, the more we can level up as, as an individual as well. Mm, I love that community. I'm all about community, as, mm. as you know, and a connecting as well. And I think that mm. it just goes a little bit deeper than community because you can have a group of people together and still feel as if you're not plugged in, that you're not connected. That's right. And so I feel like connecting is taking that just into a deeper level and where you're literally learning about the other other person to the extent of how can I, and I love that you used the word support a little bit ago. How can I support you? What is it that you're looking for? Is there someone else that I can connect you with? Or maybe I just have words of wisdom or you have words of wisdom that will just be like, yes, that's, that's exactly what I needed in the moment. So I love that you mentioned that. And you're great at that. I remember that's one of the first things that mm. whenever we met in person, you said, you know, how can I support you? you know, you're always so generous mm. with, you know, connecting and you're right. Community is one thing. And that's why I said it's it's about engaging and participating in the connection, being and saying, hey, we, we've met, we vibe, we, I see what you're doing. How can I support you? And I think that that's how you really kind of go deeper in into the relationship is asking themselves, you know, asking the other, you know, how can I support you? And you've, you've been, you're like the true testament of that, because <laughs> one of the things you said is, who can I introduce you to? Who do you want to meet? And, I'm like, and you knew everybody, Shay. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's go, Shay. Introduce me to this person. And, you know, you're so, so generous. So anyways, I just want to give you your flowers no. and salute you for, for being a leader and setting the example. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate. And it's just something that I found myself in a very lonely place being a solopreneur. Mm-hmm. And knew that I needed to figure out what it is that I needed. And what I needed was for people to support me, people to connect me. So I became the change I was looking for. Love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. And I know you have done something similar. So how did you create Pod Houston and Vid Houston? What inspired you to, to do this? Because I was a lonely podcaster. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, saying, I get it. I totally you know, get it. You said you were lonely. And I think especially in this in this for creators, uh, whether you're a YouTuber or a podcast or just any form of content creation, you know, we are, you know, very imaginative, creative people. We're in front of the mic, you know, in a closet or we're in front of the camera, you know, and we're creating, you know, content by ourselves most of the time. So it gets a little lonely. You know, and I think that's part of the nature of this creative content creation world. So I wanted to create a space, Shay, where like-minded individuals who appreciated, who wanted to learn about this medium called podcasting. Um, and I wanted to create that space for, for the local community, which is what I did. I was, there was a great, I'm, I'm in Houston and there was a, a local, there was a good local blogging scene. But I was like, where are my podcasters at? Where were, you know, and I was doing a search and I went on meetup.com, remember? And this was back like in 2015, 2016. And I was like, where, where are my people at? And uh, not, nothing existed. There was no meetup. So I decided being that I've always been community driven. I was like, I'm going to start a meetup. And sure enough, I did. And, and we had about 20 plus people that showed up to the first one. 
and everybody was like, this is amazing. I didn't know. And they were just, it was just beautiful sitting back and watching the connections being made and saying, oh, you're a podcaster and you live in my city. And, and I was like, and they were asking me like, when's the next one? I'm like, I guess we're going to continue doing this thing and mm. evolve to pod Houston. And then in 2018, um, I've always had appreciation for, for video, for film, for YouTubers. And so I just wanted to, you know, say, let's, let's do the same thing for the YouTube community and did that. And also that grew. So we have two really good thriving communities here in Houston, Vid Houston and Pod Houston. And again, it was just it came from a place, Shay, where I just simply wanted to connect like-minded individuals, to teach them, to, to educate, to, to empower, and to just feel supported. And that's always been kind of like the mantra that, I, that I've been living by for quite some time. Well, you are a fantastic example of what you what you preach, right? Thank because you. the best way to empower someone is to teach them. And you are all about mm -hmm. educating. It's like what you're like, what I know, you're going to know. And I that's mm -hmm. one of the things I really admire about you as an entrepreneur, but also as a fellow podcaster as well, is that you are just so talk about being generous. You're extremely generous with your knowledge. So thank you for for doing so. I received that. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So was, how did you start podcasting in the first place? Were you like just sitting around one day going, okay, I'm going to start a podcast or did you have another business and said, okay, I'm going to use it, my podcast to really promote my business. Like what inspired you to be that? Like, that's it. I'm pulling the plug or plug <laughs> it in the mic, whatever you want to call it. And yeah. I'm going for it. Yeah. Prior. So even Back in my teenage years, um, for those who remember MTV, remember that shape back in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. 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 So MTV was a, a music network. And I can't believe I'm explaining this, but for those who, you know, who don't <laughs> I know, know, right? Like you know, people don't know they used to have music videos. Like, what is MTV, dude? Really? Yeah. Um, but no. So, you know, I wanted to be um, a VJ. I just simply wanted to interview. I always dreamed of being a celebrity interviewer where I'm interviewing the musicians and the artists and to hear their backstories. And I remember make believing like I had my own radio show mm. uh, back in my even my teenage early teenage, yeah. teenage years. So it really I was it was there that was kind of the root. And then from there in my 20s, I was involved in music and I was the front man. I was I was the vocalist. I was the singer songwriter. Nice. I was in this hip hop alternative group here in Houston. Mm -hmm. We toured and that was my first love with the mic. So it went from like wanting to be a VJ to actually being in front of the microphone and rapping and singing and being a part of the community and the audience and that energy. Mm -hmm. And after that disbanded, the next phase of my life, because I was involved in music for over a decade, after that kind of fizzled out, um, I was, I fell in love during the, the music phase, Shay, I was really, I was really interested in marketing. I was mm. the band leader, but I was also marketing the shows. I was booking the venues and that's really the early stages of, of organizing events. Yeah. And I was very passionate about that. I was like, I really love this whole guerrilla marketing style and, and uh, branding. And uh, so once the transition out of the music, I started discovering, like, I really am like an entrepreneur. Like, I really like to create something out of nothing. I really like to, you know, really solve a problem and make people feel alive and connected. And, and I felt like the event space was my thing, community. Mm. So I stumbled upon two podcasts. I remember there's two podcasts. One of them was called Mixergy, and the other one was called Rise to the Top. Mm. And those were the two first. And as a matter of fact, they were kind of ahead of their time. This is like early, this is like maybe 2010, 2011. Wow. Um, maybe even before that. 
and they were doing video podcasts back then mm. very successful shows so from there i was like i what are they doing like what is this thing like they're doing what are they interviewing this is amazing and i i was like i want to do that what is that called and mm -hmm. that's when podcasting came started my podcast in 2012 and then from there i just fell in love with it i felt I was like oh man this is my own radio show this now I can interview and talk about the things that I wanted to talk about. And, uh, and from there, it was just kind of like being involved in that scene and evolved as a creator. And then of course, starting the meetups for, for podcasters. But yeah, so I feel like it's been a definitely there's, it, it goes way back, you know, for the love for the microphone, but it's all about communication, community, and just culture, like, and that's mm -hmm. what I wanted to do. And, uh, and podcasting was the, the perfect medium for me to do that. I love that you started off as a, a rapper and a performer. Oh, love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. going to spit some lines later. Watch, watch out. If you listen to the Creator Factor trailer, there's a little, I get really funny with them. There's a little rap there. So yeah. It's, it's oh, that's awesome. No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I had a very similar story. So mm -hmm. I started, oh God, back when the tape recorder cassette yeah. tape recorder you had to push play and record at the same time yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you had a little mic right yeah and i remember being like um the talk show radio talk show host and caller you're on the air and then mm -hmm. i would go like i have a problem and you know have a different voice mm -hmm. with that and record this and uh of course i never did anything with it but then many years later I um, was actually dating someone who had a podcast and I was like, that's really fascinating. I, of course, we never got into to show me how or anything like that, but I, I didn't even like what he did with it because he was talking about stupid movies and I was like, mm, that's not my thing, but mm -hmm. I love that. I love this whole thing podcast. And uh, I just started exploring it and listening to some and, and uh, took some classes actually at my local uh, community college. For podcasting? Yeah, how to do a podcast. Wow. And what year was this? What year was this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Okay. I'm like that's that's amazing. I mean the fact that it was Yeah, a, it was only like talk. it was only like uh maybe four classes. Okay. Like yeah, I think it was a month long to four classes or something. Okay. It was in the summer. And cool. I just decided, yeah, they showed us how to use uh, Audacity and Podbean. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sure, why not? I think it was 2014 or 2015. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And then it was just in the back of my head and then, you know, life gets in the way. And then I launched it in uh, 2018. So it's been, gosh, four and a half years now and uh, over 200 episodes. And I'm telling you all that, not because I'm bragging. I'm telling you that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm telling you that because the thing is just start, right? You just have to start. So what was something besides podcasting that you went, you know what, I just have to start, even though I'm scared, I'm just <laughs> going to start. Something else aside from, from podcasting, you know, I want to be, let's see, I'm, let me, let me, now I'm kind of got me going in, 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 this is like therapy session. Let me think about the moment where I was like, how to face my fear. Let me see. Well, <laughs> no, no. You know, so public speaking was very daunting for mm -hmm. me. And I remember I, in college, postponing my I was I was like in the first round of speakers to give a presentation and it was a group of like 30 35 of us and um I was terrified I was terrified I remember just wanting to just I was kept on hiding postponing I faked the sickness I I kept on to the very very end and uh 
there was a moment where I'm like, all right, well, what, are, what are you doing, man? Like you have this anxiety, you're freaking out. And I'm like, you just, just got it got to do it. And it, it was really, really hard for me because I think if I would have faked another, you know, sick day or or, or just canceled the, the the session completely, I, I mean, I was almost there. Like I was wow. going really extreme because I was so nervous and I was so afraid to show up authentically and I was afraid to be judged and I was really fearful of it. And uh, I had to lean in and it was, uh, I just had to like have that self-talk and be like, you can do this. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's mm -hmm. just start, start speaking, like get do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did. And uh, as a matter of fact, it was funny that after I gave my speech, it was actually on the history of breakdancing. And, oh, nice. And I had the class like in a circle and, and I was performing and started breakdancing. And I included, you know, performance into it. And uh -huh. uh, at the end, the professor came up to me and said, uh, can, I, can I talk to you in private? And I said, yeah, yeah, professor, what's going on? He goes, uh, he says, I know what you were doing. And I said, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, I, I, I know that this was very uncomfortable for you. Mm. He goes, but that presentation was one of the best presentations I have ever heard. He goes, mm. never, never be afraid to show up authentically. Never afraid because you have a talent for voice and communication and you don't even know it. And just want to, I want to encourage you to continue speaking in front of mm. people because I, you're going to move people. So. Mm. I remember he just gave me that that talk and it changed it gave me this boost of confidence like oh my god and as a matter of fact that was the tr after that that's when i was like incredible hulk and i was able to kind of go out there and, and perform in front of thousands of people yeah with the band like if you would have thrown me into the band setting there was no way that i could have done that so going back to the to your question shay it was that was that moment where I was like, okay, just start, just do it. You got to speak, dude. Yeah. You got you to yeah. like stop overthinking. You got to stop overcomplicating it. You got to just show up. And I was very imaginative. I was very insecure. I was very shy. So public speaking and doing this was terrifying. So it, it took me a minute, uh, but I, I agree with you. I think you just have to start and know that, you know, let go of, of the judgment and, and know that it's going to be uncomfortable, but we, we can't press through thresholds, right, of, of your comfort and the next level of yourself until we face the fear, until we just say, I'm going to go ahead and do this thing. And what I discovered, and, and many of my clients have discovered, is that once you press start and speak your truth, mm -hmm. it, you become more comfortable with the process. You, you put in the reps and you practice and you just get better over time. So um, it's something that really, you know, it unfortunately hinders a lot of creative people and people in general. Um, but yeah, it's important to just get started and then you you will figure it out like you know one of the things is you'll figure it out and and just the important thing is just to not quit you know keep keep moving forward and that's what i've i've discovered about the evolution of of my self growth mm, well thank you for sharing that story it's yeah. it's uh actually brought tears to my eyes because it's just so beautiful how when we're this and i'll just say this this phrase public mm -hmm. figures right mm -hmm. and people assume that we've always been this confident and courageous mm -hmm. and get out there and just say whatever but there's always this backstory where fear shows up like you can't believe fear shows up and when you then are coaching someone to go out and do their thing and their share their voice they're like oh but i can't I can't do that. Like that, that my voice doesn't mean anything. All the things that they tell themselves, like you said, you're beating yourself up in your, in your mental capacity. Mm -hmm. 
So I love that you, you are, you know, you walk the walk and you talk the talk because you've been there, you understand it, you get it. And I think that's what's so key in, in the creator society, right? Is really Mm -hmm. understanding that fear is going to show up. It doesn't have to be perfect and just continue to go with consistency. Like you said. Well said, well said. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. One thousand percent. Yeah. So you now are in pod Houston and yeah. uh, Vitty Houston, mm-hmm. and you've done all these workshops and things like, like that. What is, and now you're starting your podcast, which I'm so excited that you're coming back to the podcast world. So tell us what really got you going. Okay. I um, took a pause for my other podcast mm-hmm. and now I'm relaunching myself. Yeah, that 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 it's a great question uh, because it's been festering for quite some time, and it was just again just just start. Um, so I, you know, after I started Vid Houston, and I started getting more involved in other creator circles, and prior to this podcast, before it was it was to serve creative entrepreneurs, and everything that I've done Shay, in the past is always to serve creative people. And as much as like I try to go in a different direction, I always circle back to creatives mm-hmm. and which has kind of morphed into like being a creator, a content creator and um, and creator entrepreneurs. And, you know, I was like, I really feel a calling to to do this. Like now is the time. Like I've been coaching other people to do podcasts and I felt empty. Like I was doing it and I was teaching mm. and it was great, but I was like, I feel like it's a bit, you know, not balanced out. I, I need to be in the trenches. And even for my clients, I wanted to also show my clients by example. It's like, if mm-hmm. I want to coach, I want to make sure that they see the coach in the gym, in the podcast gym doing yeah. this. You know yeah. what I mean? And I had credibility because of my experience in the past and in and, and my clients. But I also wanted to show up as a podcaster. And frankly, Shay, I miss this. I miss having conversations mm-hmm. like we're having I'm, it just energizes me. This is, I feel like optimal. I feel like a, a whole different individual when I'm behind the mic and I'm having these conversations. And this is my home. This is like my happy place. And I've missed it. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to serve the community who I'm very passionate about serving. Mm. It's going to be creators and it's going to be the the message makers. It's going to be the, the conscious leaders, the, the you know, podcasters, the YouTuber, the blogger. The individual that's trying to get into, you know, has a message, but don't, doesn't know quite know what medium to put it through. And I want to coach them through it. And I, I do believe in that, you know, messages and stories matter. And I do mm-hmm. feel like we can create a positive impact and influence by doing this. Yeah. And, you know, and I really, really believe in that. That's like my why, my purpose. And I stand by that. And I just wanted to, again, just have these conversations to lead by example and uh, also feel like I needed to to serve my community in different ways. And starting this podcast was one thing that I wanted to do. So I'm excited. And if, actually, I put it on pause for quite some time because I was overthinking it. And I was like, oh, so it's <laughs> going back to that little scary you, mm-hmm, you know, when you were, mm-hmm. you know, speaking and, uh, and I was like, No, nah, I gotta, I gotta start, I gotta do this. Like, if, if not now, then then when, right. And uh, yeah, I decided to go ahead and, and press forward. And here we are creator factor. I love it. I love it. And when does it launch? So it's launching July 5th. Awesome. 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the trailer is out right now and it'll also be a YouTube channel. So here's something that's really scary. I'm also doing 
audio and video in, in oh, video. Yeah. yeah. So you know about this because you're oh, also yeah. this is video. Are you doing both? Yes, right? but this yeah, is my right. first uh, second season of doing it because I started okay. this year in January in January of 23 doing video how's, too. How's the experience been doing video? Well, I'll tell you the first time I did it, um, I had an interview and it was no big deal. But then I started doing mm. solo episodes. Mm. And solo episodes is just a different animal because you're used to the interaction, you're used mm. to the energy. And I really had to make sure my mindset was, okay, I'm going to focus on my audience in the camera. Like I'm talking to everyone I know, you know, all my friends or, you know, yeah. people like you uh, and really engaging. And um, thank goodness I've had good feedback that I am engaging because I didn't want to be one of those like stiff, boring people who talk monotone and, you know, are <laughs> Bo you know, and I was like, okay, I got to make this my podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so I love what you just said, because mm -hmm. oftentimes when we're getting ready to start something, we may have to take a pause, right? Mm -hmm. Life happens. And then you go, okay, you know what? I can pull from experience that I have done hard things before when you did that, um, public speaking back in college. I've mm -hmm. done hard things before. I can do this again. And then you focus on your why, which is, I love that. I was speaking at a battered women's shelter many years ago when I started this whole thing. And I had a speech written and I went to a voice coach, an acting coach actually. And he sat down with me and he said, well, tell me why you want to be a public speaker. And I said, oh, why do I want to be a public speaker? I just want to share my knowledge of what I've learned over my, the, the, the obstacles I've overcome. And mm -hmm. that's it. And he's like, so you want to change the world? I'm like, yeah, I want to change the world. Sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's like, that's the only reason to be a speaker. So mm -hmm. I feel like being the podcaster is the same thing. We're all wanting to impact and influence and make this a better place. So good for you that that is exactly what you're doing words voice and if you look at you know you know history human history i mean it's it uplifts people it divides people mm -hmm. um, it unifies people it entertains it motivates it, it does all the things you know and it's such a a powerful medium you know and, and just giving yourself permission to show up behind the mic and say i have a message to share and i believe that everybody does. And I believe that they're the ones that are bold enough to step and say, Hey, I'm going to share a piece of art that resonates with me. I'm going to share this with the world. And that's why I have a lot of respect for creators. Because as you know, Shay, this is not easy. It's not easy okay. to show up consistently to for a lot of us, you know, you put you know, do this on the side, you know, in in conjunction with being in a family setting or working and, and just but being able to just deliver consistent content that you're passionate about for the community for your audience. This is definitely not easy. And I think that's what excites me uh, a lot about this creator community, in that we're really just driven by by purpose and passion and, and uh, excitements and the things that really kind of move us but also build community. So yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think this is amazing that that we're we're connecting like this because I, I I do believe that podcasting. As a matter of fact, I'm going to share this. 
I got a voice message. And as a matter of fact, she gave me permission to add it to a podcast episode on Creator Factor. Yeah. But she said, um, she sent me this voice message and she was going through some hardships. And she was working in you know, multiple jobs, struggling and um, sometimes you know, struggling to make rent and just some really dark times. And, you know, she said, thank you for, for introducing me to podcasting. She says, because podcasting has saved my life. And when I was listening to the voice, I was like, oh, whoa, wow. where's this going? And she said, I feel connected. I feel heard. I feel like mm. I'm motivated and I get to listen to podcasters, you know, motivate me and give me hope and give me possibilities out there that are out there for me to really change my life around. And if it wasn't for podcasting, I don't know what I would do. And it was powerful. And she was actually, you know, into tears and it, it moved yeah. me because I messaged her to back and I'm like, well, thank you so much for sharing. I'm like that right there, what you just shared is the reason why we show up and do this because mm -hmm. there's, we never know that there's yeah. someone out there that needs your medicine, mm -hmm. that, that needs to be moved by the power of your words, by a message. And I always say that, you know, you are someone's medicine, like you are the medicine, you don't realize it. And you may, some people are afraid to show up, but you can really make a positive impact and influence on someone's life if you just show up. And if you just get rid of the, the noise of, you know, you know, who's showing up to listen and, and the downloads and the metrics, but it's message over metrics, like yes. it's message over metrics. And once you realize that and understand that if you are committed to your message, the metrics will come later and that's mm -hmm. a whole different world, but it's got to start with the message. If you're a message maker, if you're doing that, that's how you can build community. That's how you can build impact and influence and yeah, ultimately make income out of that. But it has to start with the message because if you're not committed, if you're not passionate and we don't feel that it's authentic to who you are and what you're trying to accomplish, it's hard for you to connect with people. So going back to what I'm saying, podcasting is a beautiful medium and that's why I'm so excited about this platform and I believe in, in creators because I do believe that creators can truly make a difference in entertainment mm -hmm. in education in uplifting people, period. So sorry, I, I went, I was flowing there. I felt Amen. like I could have I, I done a rap song right there. I, I Amen. Preach. preach. Hey, hey, thank you, thank <laughs> Mic you, thank drop. You. I love Mic it. Drop. Let's go. Uh, so mm -hmm. with all the amazing things you just said, I'm just yeah. thinking about like how often creators get burned out. Mm. So what advice do would you give someone who is having that that problem with consistency because yeah. they've done it they're not seeing the the um the metrics like you mentioned mm. they're not seeing the 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 feedback and uh you know podcasts are one of those things you might not see the metrics you might not yeah. get feedback. Yeah. So what advice would you give them when they're in that burned out stage? Oh wow. It's okay to take a break. You know, I think it's important for, for us to, and it's hard, you know, and, and we hear, you know, give yourself grace and we hear that a lot. And I, I, it's, it's so true though. You have to give yourself grace. You have to give yourself space. You gotta make sure that you kind of, you step back. And if you're feeling creator burnout, the question you have to ask yourself is why am I doing this? Because I feel like the burnout is when there's, when you're lacking clarity, you see? Mm -hmm. When you're lacking clarity and you really don't know and you're you're obsessed with with numbers and metrics and, and i get it we all want to 
create a medium where there's an audience involved. I get it. I totally get it. I think it's completely normal for any creator to feel like, ah, I really, where's the views at? You know, where are the downloads? You know, how come nobody subscribe? I get it. It's, we do this for, for, for the people, right? Outside of ourselves. But, but you have to revert to that space where you have to ask yourself, why am I doing this in the first place? Mm. You know, why am I really, really doing this? And know that, you know, this is, you know, I love this whole thing about you know, the marathon. I mean, it really is a marathon. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that some people, who, creators who get into this space and, and the pod fade is because they don't have their priorities. They're, they're not, you know, they're not clear on what they are really doing this thing for. They're, they're, and it's not, it's not. I always go back. I'm like, well, why are you doing this, dude? You know, are you, are you doing this because you really want to make impact or I want to monetize? I'm like, I want to monetize. I was like, let's choose a different medium, bro. Like, right. <laughs> you got you got to choose something else, you know? No medium. This medium is a stage. See what I'm saying? This this medium is a stage, and you got to get good at this. You got to get you got to good at dialing in your message. When you dial in your brand and your message, the audience shows up, and then you can monetize. But you can't think of like I'm gonna just show up and I'm gonna have people spending their money and their priority. And this is the one; these are the creators that are like in it for the wrong reasons, are in it for the money. And I get it. I mean, you want to do that, but you, you got it. Like this is not for the people. These are people for are really passionate about the message. And when I'm feeling burnout, like it happens to all of us, you know, yeah. I always take a step back and take break and just say, okay, why am I doing this again? Do I need to like realign myself? Are my priorities not quite, you know, aligned with what I'm trying to uh, share with the world? Am I just not clear about what I want to do? Maybe your values change you know, as we evolve, right? Without change, nothing evolves. Mm-hmm. And we evolve as human beings and as creators. And sometimes it just shifts and changes. And it's, again, taking that break, asking yourself, why are you doing this? And then realigning, you know, and figuring out what you need to do. And I think that's, that's kind of like been my, my remedy for, for creator burnout is, again, asking yourself, why are you doing this? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just a reality check and, and get, back to, get back to work. You know, if this is your mission, then we just have to get back to work. We show up, you know, for our people. So. That's my, the, my, my long-winded answer, Shay. What, what do you think it. about that? How, how do you manage and navigate through the creator burnout? Oh, you know, it happens more often than I think I mm. realize. That's real. Uh, you know, I think yeah. I'm like, oh, I find myself, not now, but in years in past, I find, had because I was working and uh, mm-hmm. I had one business full time mm-hmm. and then had my coaching business and the podcast and, and doing all the other things. So I literally had burnout. So um, I would find myself just being like dreading. So that's how I could figure out that I was doing it. I was in burnout is that I'm dreading the interview. But as soon as I did mm-hmm. the interview, the energy that I got from mm-hmm. doing the interview was like, mm-hmm. yes, this is why mm-hmm. I love with this. Right. Mm-hmm. So that kept me going for a while. And then finally, I, in the very beginning, I was, I was doing school. I was uh, working full-time and I was in my business and I was grieving my dad and interviewing people and editing it and doing it all mm-hmm. week to week every week. Like I would interview somebody one week and have it out by the end of the week. And, um, it was so much that I went, you know what, I'm going to take a break, take a pause and, oh, wait, I'm going to call it a season. Okay, great. (laughs) And and I had found that that format actually works well for me. 
So I, you know, I'll do 12 episodes now, sometimes 13 to 15 Mm -hmm. and then take a break. And then, you know, it might be just a few weeks. It might be a month. It might be a couple of months and then I'm back at it. Um, But for me, it's really about giving myself grace. Mm. So important. Is being, is that, that whole, I had to, I had to remove the, the mindset of if I'm not overcommitted, I'm lazy. Mm. Right. Mm. And because that's how I grew up, I grew up in a workaholic family. And so when I was not being a workaholic, it was like, oh, I must be lazy. Mm. It was like, oh no, that's not it at all. It's I'm overcommitted. And yeah, I'm overcommitted. So I really had to reframe what I wanted work to look like. Mm. And that's what I've done since the yeah. last year and a half since I, I quote unquote retired from mm-hmm. the, having the salon and really focused on the podcasting, focused on all the different businesses, the coaching and, and the spark your voice and stuff like that now. It, and the book is really about, you know, what do I want work to look like? Do yeah. I want to work, you know, 60, 80 hours a week? Or do I want to just work, you know, have my mornings yeah. free? to make sure I'm, I'm working out. I'm, I'm, you know, meditating, I'm journaling, I'm doing the things that are super important to me so that I can show up in a better form. You you know, you went deeper than I did. And I I love that you said that, because I think that's Mm. practical advice for, for your viewers and, and listeners in that asking yourself, what does your ideal life look like? You know, taking a break, giving yourself grace, and then asking yourself that question again, I threw in there, you know, why, what's, what's your purpose behind yeah. this? But being also the other question is, you know, what does this look like? And I think re you know, reverse engineering that and, and saying, okay, this is, cause you're right. I think a lot of the creator burnout is because you're, you're doing a lot of, uh, everything you do, you could do five things and all of those are, are bees. I saw a, a video on uh, Matthew McConaughey. I'm not sure if you saw, if you've seen it, but yep. you saw that. Yep. And that resonated with me, you know, and, and for, and mm-hmm. for, listeners and watchers, it was basically Matthew McConaughey um, was saying that he had five things that he was doing at, mm-hmm. at a certain time. And he said that he had to let go. He realized that there were just bees, you know, and he was just not, you know, he was just below, he was, he wasn't performing and he was acting. And I think he said he had like a, like a audio, like a production company and he was doing all these things and he had to let go of three things and just cut them out completely. He says, yeah. I'd rather just do, you know, I think he said three things. He said, I'd rather do three A's than, than, you know, five B's. And right. I think the, the, the message there is, you know, being aligned with your priorities, asking yourself, what does it look like? I think Tim Ferriss says something along the lines of like, what would it look like if it were easy? Mm. Like, what does easy, yeah. like, what is like, let's, let's simplify things. And, and I love that. So I think the reframing of things when you're going through creator burnout is super important and imperative and kind of getting yourself back on track. Cause yeah, I mean, oftentimes it's because we're overcommitted. And I know when I'm like creatively burned out, burned out, I look at the same thing. I look back, I'm like, oh man, it's because I'm doing a lot. It's yeah. way too much. So I think, you know, peeling back the curtain, just being like, all right, let me just go ahead and figure out what I need to let go. That's no longer serving me or lighting me up and just focus on one or two things, you know, that are bringing me joy and what I need to focus on. So I love that you mm. said that. Great, great, great way of looking at it with, with creative burnout. Just stuff. Oh. 
Well, well, thank you. I love that you brought up joy. I forgot to mention that part, yeah. joy, because that's so important. Super important. It, we don't ask ourselves that, right? We exactly. Don't really, like, what makes what makes you happy? What you know? I, I think it's important. Go ahead. I'm mm. sorry, Shay. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I love it. I love. See, obviously, we could we could talk for hours. So yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. we picked the I picked the right uh, person for this. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> but uh, but also, you know, joy happiness and peace, right? That like, mm. those are the three things that we don't focus on. Peace Oftentimes peace. we're focused on the money. We're focused on, mm-hmm. you know, how, how is this person? How am I showing up to my spouse, my kids, my whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, rather than looking at it from, okay, am I creating a space for me that's full of joy, happiness, yeah. and peace or in love? Let's throw love in there while we're at it. And mm-hmm. we're get all the Christmas words. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's kind of really, what it is so yeah thank you for 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 enlightening us on your your journey as well oh thank you thank you absolutely i think it's important to kind of dig into that i know you know we talked a little bit about community and and the space of being a creator but you know it all ties into to spirituality and it all ties into mental health and your well-being and just making sure that you know we're we're taking care of ourselves both emotionally mentally physically and it's very important to to have that support, which is the reason, again, why you and I are big advocates for community, because there are times where it's just like, oh, my God, this is getting really tough. And I can mm-hmm. reach out to a friend and say, hey, I can can you just hear me out for a bit? I'm feeling a certain way. And it's always that friend that is going through it as well can kind of reframe the way you look at things and just really help you um, just have a, a fresh, a new, fresh perspective on on what we're trying to accomplish and kind of get you off the ledge and and back on track. So um, yeah, again, that's just the power of, of people and investing yeah. in people and big believer in that super important. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, uh, there's so much, gosh, so much we can still continue <laughs> to talk about. We can vibe, so we're just, vibing. This is fun. This is hey, fun. We're just going to have to have you back on again. That's all there is to it. Um, so yeah. before we go, we have yeah. just a few more questions left. Mm-hmm. First of all, I want to ask, um, how can people connect with you? Yeah, so you can connect with me, uh, creatorfactor.net. Um, that's the podcast. And if you are a content creator, entrepreneur, someone who's looking to, you know, build a, a business, a community through your the content that you create, uh, this is going to be a great podcast for you to check out. Highly recommend it. So creatorfactor.net. Uh, of course, we have the Pod Houston Facebook group the vid Houston Facebook group. And by the way, I just want to say, I know it's you hear you see the word Houston or hear the word Houston, but it's for everybody. We got actually content creators from all over the world that are joining the community. So even though it's a local, um, we still it's it's welcome for all creators. So uh, definitely creatorfactor.net, vid Houston, pod Houston. My social handle is at Ozeal Creates. So uh, yeah, feel free to reach out and say hello. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll have all of those links in the show notes. And I will attest that uh, at the time I joined Pod Houston, I was living in Kansas City and I am just so, you know, and now I'm in Florida and I'm still a part of that group. So I love, love everything that you do and that you put out there. So thank you. Thank you, Shay. I appreciate it. Yeah, you too. And, and before we go, I always like to end with this question of what phrase, scripture, or mantra are you living by right now? Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That's a big one. <laughs> well, what comes first, top of mind? Yeah, that, that, there's so many things. There's so many things. But 
I, I said this pre, you know, when I, I was talking about this, about the podcast, but I love that if not now, when mm. I think that if not now, when asking yourself that we, when you are overthinking and you're hesitant about starting the thing, whatever it is, that's going to bring you joy. It's going to really level you up and energize your soul. If not now, when, because time is going and it's all about making a decision and committing and giving yourself permission to say yes to your bigger yes. And it's important to, again, to get, stay committed to that, to your yes. And I think that's the, the mantra that I live by and I'm always encouraging others to, to mm. feel the same way. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, my mm -hmm. friend, for being here. This mm. is just, this has been a joy, truly a joy. My pleasure. Let's do it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for listening to the Power of Investing in People podcast. And like you heard it from Ozeal, if not now, when? So if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, feel free to reach out to Ozeal or myself. We are both coaches in that space. And I have a business where I interview you for your show. And then my team takes care of all the back end stuff. And I teach your team how to utilize the podcast to publications is what I call it, how to utilize all the transcriptions and the show notes and all the things, email marketing, everything like that. So you can really amplify your business voice. So feel free to connect with us at shaysparks.com. And until next time, let's get fired up.